0: Do you ever feel like you just need to empty your brain, let go of all the information you just acquired, and process it? Hi you guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Brain Dump. Officially, this is a place where I'm going to be recapping what I've learned throughout the week from my college classes. It's something that will help me review what has been talked about in my classes, but it'll also allow me to relate what I've learned to life and how those things can be applied. Some weeks will focus more on one specific class, while others might highlight each class. Unofficially, it'll be a place where I can deposit tidbits of information that I find fascinating. I hope that these things are somehow able to help you, and if not, I hope you enjoyed listening. For the most part this week, I'm going to be talking about my second English class. I'll recap and highlight my other classes as well, but there was a lot discussed that I thought I'd share. This English class discusses a lot of things having to do with diversity and technology in today's day and age. We've discussed digital diversity, the digital divide, digital literacy, accessibility, cyberbullying, and now we're talking about gaming. I don't have a lot of background in gaming, most of my experience comes from playing games such as Mario Kart and Super Mario Bros on the Wii, and maybe a handful of phone and computer games. Club Penguin and Webkinz were a part of my childhood that I absolutely loved. Even though I've played a few games or have heard about a few others, I'm definitely not an expert. So some of we, what we've discussed is a little foreign to me. Though that's the case, it's been really interesting to listen to and learn about various discussions and topics that surround the gaming community. The three main things that we talk about within, talked about within the gaming community were representation, masculinity, and femininity. We discussed how many of the bigger name-like game brands and games don't have a diverse representation of various ethnicities. Even when they do, the main protagonist doesn't reflect the millions of different people playing the game. Along with that, the stereotypes of masculinity and femininity are heavily relied upon and aren't very accurate. They go about reinforcing set gender roles, rather than showing how much things have changed. For example, many games represent masculinity, with a bodybuilder physique, military-shaped values, and a plethora of weapons. As for females, many are heavily sexualized, with exaggerated feminine features as well as displaying a very passive or helpless attitude. While some games are making steps to try and resolve some of these problems, many, many stereotypes are still heavily enforced. Indie games were examined in an article that we read, and we were credited with trying to change some of these problems. From what we read, several indie games are doing a lot better job of representing various ethnicities and breaking the typical ideas of masculinity and femininity. These steps are important, and they give hope to many players that representation may change in the future for the better. As for my other English class, we've continued to talk about our newsletter and our survey projects. I submitted my proposal earlier this week, so now I'm at the stage where I have to have people take my survey. My plan is to release that this week and begin gathering data so I can structure the way my newsletter will go. I also had a group presentation this week. Our topic was audience and context. I already knew some things about audience and context, but it was kind of fun just to research it beyond what I knew. These were some of the things that I learned and shared about audience. So audience is defined as, one, a group of listeners or spectators. And reading, viewing, or listening public. Or three, an opportunity of being heard. And this definition was taken from the Merriman-Webster dictionary, just in case you want to look it up. Who you are addressing matters. So knowing your audience really helps you establish the jargon, so the type of the word type of wording you will use, um, the way you approach a topic, how you will direct your information. For example, a doctor uses specific jargon within the medical community, but will use different words to describe things to his patients or other people in fields of set, different fields of study. This really matters because if he's talking to someone who knows the same terms and specific communication that he knows he can communicate with them using that jargon, but if he were to use that wording with a patient or someone in a completely different field, that would be completely lost on them and they wouldn't understand what he's talking about. This applies to multiple areas of life. It's not just specifically for an English class or a paper you're writing or even your resume. It happens in movies, it happens in video games, it happens in music. There's always an audience that people are trying to reach or get a hold of or talk to, and so audience is really really important. Along with this, audience analysis can help you figure out who your audience is it also helps you determine your audience expectation the knowledge of the topic so how in-depth you want to go or how much they will know about the topic their attitudes towards attitudes towards the topic do they already know about it are they for it are they against it are they kind of on the fence your audience size various demographics their setting where are they going to be reading it where they can be finding it voluntariness are they wanting to read this or is it involuntary action egocentrism is really important as well knowing if your audience how this affects them and how it affects their community because if they don't feel like it's pertaining to them often they won't read it or pay attention to your subject necessarily and directness in receiving the information when you're going through looking at your audience, there are also different classes of audience that help you determine who you, specifically who you're talking to. Your primary audience is those who will receive the communication directly. They're also known as your target audience. They're the ones that you are talking specifically to and you know it. Your secondary audience is typically not the primary addressee But will still receive the information and also is still included as the viewer, so they're not necessarily the person that you're addressing specifically, but they are still kind of an off branch of that. And then you have your tertiary audience. It's your indirect recipient, so it's the people that you don't even think about necessarily receiving um, your subject or whatever you're presenting. Something else that I also found really interesting was the different types of audiences and how to adapt to their needs. I hadn't realized that there were different types necessarily, and it's kind of like your primary, secondary, and tertiary audience, audience, but it's also a little bit different. So you do have your experts. Those are the ones who know the business inside out. They have highly technical knowledge of the subject or topic, and they know probably just as much as you, if not more. Your technicians, they are practical, but they still have highly technical language, so they still know a decent amount about it. Your executives have little technical knowledge, and they're often the primary audience, so they don't know, maybe not necessarily as much, um, and it's a very kind of basic level that they not necessarily understand, but that they know about the subject. And then you have your non-specialists. These are the people who have the least technical knowledge of all, and they are often the secondary audience. You can help increase The understanding in your audience by doing a few things. The first thing is providing the right information. It's really important that you are um, acting as a credible source and doing your research and so if you are giving information to your audience make sure that it's the correct information. The second thing is writing well so that they can and want to follow along. I don't know if you guys have ever read a piece of writing that has a lot of bad grammar in it and it just really annoys you or It's really hard to understand. You don't want to keep reading that piece. Also, that leads into avoiding bad grammar and sentence structure. So make sure you add variation in your sentences. Always proofread and proofread again and have someone else proofread because that can really help increase your audience awareness and your audience reach because they'll be able to understand you better. Um, Four, make it pretty. Visually appealing graphics and images can go a long way in drawing a viewer or reader in. If you've ever been flipping through a textbook or a book in general and it just has small print text and it is... Two inches thick, then you are probably not going to want to read through it. But if it does have a lot of pictures or variation or even looks really nice, that influence of the graphics can actually have a very large part on whether or not your audience goes through and reads it. That's the main things for my English classes. Um, As for my other two DTC classes, the two projects that I talked about last week have been going a little bit slow. (laughs) I kind of hit a wall this week, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm having trouble visualizing how I want these projects to look and go. For the commercial project, I keep on finding commercials that I really like or find interesting, but I can't visualize or think of a way to manipulate or change them, so I'm kind of stuck on that. As for the second project, I'm really excited about exploring the different ways to use Photoshop and manipulate my photos, but I'm having trouble figuring out what I want to market per se. We have the option to market ourselves, a company we make up, or an existing company. I think I want to try and market myself as the brand to add to and inspect my portfolio just to kind of really gain and understand my portfolio and what I'm trying to market for myself better. But figuring that out has been kind of challenging. The next step for me is to pick what I want to market myself as and how I'll show that with images. I think I'm going to try and figure this out by sketching some ideas out and seeing if that might help me get over my creative block or so. So we'll see how that goes. Anyways, that's all I've got for you guys this week. I won't be posting next week necessarily um, because of spring break, but I will be back the following after that. Okay, bye!